That was a pretty mediocre welcome, <laughs> I gotta say. Um, we got your normal two hosts, Max and Rastaman, and our guest tonight is, it's a multi-guest, I guess, the yeah. five-headed beast. Our guest. Um, we have plural. small leaks, small... Leak, sink, shit. Yeah. It's simple. Just say it. it. Say it five times fast. I just thought it was harder than that. Small, small leaks, leaks, sink, sink ships. ships. There you go. Um, it's easy. Is that the actual quote? Is that, is it... I think it's small. A oh, small loose. leak will sink a great ship. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Beware of little expenses. A small leak can sink a great ship. Okay. Hey, we're all about like minority within, so we're marking that one down as learn something of the week. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, so you guys are hearing the band right now. Actually, uh, we're gonna go down the line from left to right, um, and then introduce yourself, and then we'll go into everything. So left or right. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> We're actually going to start with um, my middle and go from there. <laughs> we should start with the listener's left. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Great idea. <laughs> listener's <laughs> left and going from there. So, so I'm, I'm Ryan. What do you play? What is your I make sounds on the stage and play keyboard. I like that. I make sounds. Awesome. See, none of, no one else makes sounds on the stage. <laughs> Just Ryan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the rest of you are like cavemen, right? Like, <laughs> Well, I gotta say, I was watching earlier, watching them practice a little bit, and all of them, I was like, all right, I see what he's doing, see what he's doing, see what he's doing. I think he's the mad scientist in the group. <laughs> I think he's the one that, like, concocts things on stage. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So, go on. Uh, I'm Judd. I play, uh, sing piano, guitar, and cello. Oh, snap. You sing piano, guitar, no, and cello? at the same time, no. That would be pretty awesome. Sounds like Mary Poppins <laughs> over here, you know? That's fucking hilarious. That's good. Yeah. That's quite impressive, actually. All right. London? Yeah, London. Play drums, sing, piano. Wow. Excellent. Uh, Jim, play bass most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do some of the time? Uh, depends on the song. Yeah. Sometimes okay. I play the guitar or the piano or... Yeah, yeah a little bit of the drums. Too. Okay. So it sounds like everyone... Okay, sorry. One more. No worries. It's Raphael. 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 Yeah. I play the guitar and um Yeah, just like just like drum. And the drum. <laughs> yeah, no, it depends. Yeah, it depends on what you constantly song we're switch around on stage. Okay, yeah. that's good. So no one I mean you had your key instruments, but at you times you can right. mix around. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. I definitely saw a xylophone down there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> who had who plays the xylophone? I play xylophone. Well if you play I the piano, that. you can play the xylophone. Yeah. It's the same I mean you know, in the Hispanic it's like cultures. And piano at the same time, yeah. so it works. Yeah. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah, that's true. Excellent. So, um, that's small leak sink ships. Yeah. That now, was pretty easy. From the name, you can't get any idea of what your band's about. You yeah. know? And that's really cool because some of them you can get the emo feeling or, or things like that. What is your genre? How do you classify your music? And I hate putting it in a box, but you know what I mean? So, like cricket, no, it is. cricket. It's, it's like it is in a box. Yeah. I mean, it's constantly mo moving, so it's definitely re written. It's uh, it's got an indie feel. It's like a, a I guess a, um, 
some people might say like art rock because it doesn't repeat as much. Okay. So it's like more of a orchestrated kind of thing where it goes from like a t- storytelling. So it goes from beginning to end. So it's not as much repeated. So an of. album is from from beginning to end could be one song technically, but you split it up into to segments. Yeah, and then, I mean also repeating within the song as okay. well. Like you know, I've got chorus verse chorus kind of thing. We kind of don't do that as much. So it's more of like a we have play long songs you know they're sometimes eight minutes long nine minutes long sometimes oh, wow. short but that's kind of if there's a genre for that then that's like we kind of classify that sort of as psychedelic rock almost to an extent okay. just for <laughs> new age psychedelic rock. is it like i can see that new age psychedelic just i mean you got like the what's the wom wom thing that you do where you put your hand close to it oh, and what it, is that theremin, 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 theremin. don't you have that or no what is this what explain it's, this to it's me a, it's like this 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 sensor that reads her, or, or measures how far away your hand is from it it's electromagnetic yeah yeah so there's an instrument that all you pretty much do is move your hand far and away and, yeah, and yeah. yeah. So there's, there's other stuff to it yeah, yeah. but you I can't remember who's famous for using it it's like a hat hat or something. Yeah. actually Yvonne from uh, Octopus Project yeah yeah. And she's awesome at it. I mean, it's a really cool and interesting space rock sort of feel to it, you know. I Is guess... this like the guy in Fish that plays a vacuum? Yeah. Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you could do... <laughs> you never seen that? <laughs> I can't see it. What do you play? I play the org. Yeah, right. The <laughs> <laughs> <No> org. <laughs> it's eight pounds. Yeah. I like the Dirt Devil, you know. I prefer it. It's got a little bit more accessories. I personally really love the the, the just... The harmonic tone of a Hoover. <laughs> it's got something yeah. to it. A lot of life. The name, you know, kind of brings a smile to your Can't face. Can't afford a Dyson, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you really move up to. Okay, so um, what's your uh, what's your favorite song in the band as a as a group? If you were to, oh man, the if mind you is were to, own place is my favorite. Which one? The mind is its own place. Mind is its own place. Anyone else? Is that is that the, the consensus? I don't, I don't know if I could name a favorite. I guess. There's parts in songs that are, yeah, really moving. Like for me, like every song has like a certain part that you're like, wow, that that is that is pretty cool. And so there's some parts that I really love, and uh, it just depends on the song. Okay, now you all write them together, or is it one person coming in and being like, I just got this great verse? Well, we generally all write them together. Okay, that's really cool. Like I don't, I've never, I've never written a song or anything like that, nor had it an opportunity so i can see like when we were observing you guys are just playing off of each other then right yeah i mean people definitely do bring something to practice you know like hey check this out and then we'll all kind of like write on it you know yeah go from there sometimes it completely changes all together but yeah is there pretty much a place that you start? Do you start with the drum line? Do you start with piano? Do you start with bass? No, definitely not. Really? Just... Like, it's just... Whatever. That's the one thing we don't do. Yeah. Like, it just... It's probably why we change uh, instruments so much is because one person can be playing something and if someone doesn't figure out something on their main instrument or, you know, doesn't feel like they even need to play or they move to another instrument, we're constantly kind of maneuvering to this cool. out the song. So thus far, there's not, like, the me factor yet. It's sort of the groups. Oh, yeah, I don't think that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because some, sometimes it comes into, well, I'm the star because yeah, I yeah. do this. And you're like, well, I play yeah, four I instruments. Fuck you. Yeah, I always think it's weird when you run into a band. No, it's me. You one, come guy, on. one guy's writing all <laughs> yeah, the music. Yeah, he doesn't. Like Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Like, there's been a bunch of people in Nine Inch Nails, but it's pretty much Trent, Trent Reznor. Reznor. Yeah. That's it. 
I think the key to like what we do, in my opinion, is kind of the keyword patience. Like if you look at when we're writing a song, there's a lot of times where all four of the others are just watching. Yeah. And yeah. we're thinking like I've thought that like just patience. There's just a wait. part. And it, and it comes and there's like a lot of the parts from this album, especially like the parts that like my parts, I don't even really know where they came from. They were just suddenly like, this is it. This is what I'm going to play. Okay. And it was just really weird, kind of like a divine inspiration, you know? Yeah. And a it's mad an awfully scientist. mad scientist sort of thing, to, That's say, what I, yeah, thing yeah. to feel. That was seriously mad scientist inspiration. So I, I would really like to know on that note, great segue, by the way, who are, give me, everybody give me like one of your top three inspirational uh, people, bands. Influences, things animals, to that extent. I don't know. And it doesn't even just have to be musicians, you know, it could be an artist, whatever. So, you know, I heard this elephant fart once at the zoo, and that was, I knew it needed to <laughs> I knew I needed to play a trumpet. <laughs> so let's start with Ralph this time, if that's okay. Yeah, like the ocean. The ocean? Yeah, just looking at it. Well, I can't lie. You guys talking about it. Life's a beach, dig it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Joe Dirte? Yeah. Okay. Did you say Dirte? Dirte. It's dirt. Dirt. So the beach, okay. That's the, the ocean. ocean. I mean, ocean. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you're at the ocean, you're hoping for a beach. I'm sure sooner or later. <laughs> That's the I mean, second Joe Dirt reference today, by the way. Yeah, was it you? I mean, there's so many. Or no, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, we, we pick from, like, just, just, like, how we feel that day. Like, how do you feel today? And then, like, so, you know, we'll write something that I corresponds mean, whatever, to. Corresponds, yeah, to, to however we feel. That's no. how I, I don't know, that's how I feel, but I don't know how the rest of the guys. How long has the band been around? Well, that's. A little over three years. Everyone? Not quite three years, actually. Oh, really? Everyone together no, three, years. three years. I guess. Well, it's not, that's an interesting story. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, hold on. Let's get. Let's go down the line for. Well, I'm just wondering really because it, being the ocean as your influence and well, I mean, living in the desert, <laughs> we're kind of running up into a little wall here. Well, that's a good inspiration. He's like, "Fuck." Well, I mean, I that's live like the, the one like part of a song. I mean, that's like, "Okay, what inspired you to write this?" Well, I don't know. Maybe just like the vastness and amazement that you find when you're like in the middle of a uh, like on a boat in the middle of the ocean it's like this you're so small see I'm on a boat I'm on a boat that or if you're looking up at the stars at night like in a pitch black like area and you're just blown away by like how insignificant you you feel but at the same time you're like wow I'm 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 part of something that's bigger than me Raphael is the existential one (laughs) (laughs) oh really (laughs) Well, trade no. instruments, trade roles. Yeah, it's actually I'm sure it's a, a whole group guy. thing. <laughs> Jimmy, what's your uh, or Jim? Sorry, I, I'm a Jimmy fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I could say any one thing has influenced me, but we sit back in the backyard a lot and we have like really intense, you know, spiritual conversations, and I think that's probably when the best things come out. Is, okay, you know. Either from that or just meditating together. And yeah. It just calms me down, I guess. I'm kind of a panic kid, so <laughs> when I'm calm, things will come out better. I see what you're saying, you know. The little incense in the air, things to that extent. Yeah. Yeah, good times. <laughs> London? Um, just 
all my friends pretty much. I mean, I think having a group, big group of friends and constantly meeting people is something very inspirational. I mean, you always think about that person or what someone would do when you're in a certain situation. So I think it definitely takes place when writing music too. I mean, especially with the people you're writing music with, like you could always have something in mind going into writing something. And then it's nice to play with a group of guys where it ends up going over your own head. Well, that wasn't exactly what I saw happening, but it's a lot better than what I, yeah, I like where you're going and went with it. That's, that's cool. That's really, yeah, that's really cool. Actually. Better than once or twice. And it is quite excellent. You know where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, J- Judd, right? Yeah, there, there you go. go. I'm so hoping he says Benenzio's pizza. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that place is good. Yeah, it's so good. I was dying, man. Um, I would say, like, definitely kind of on the lines of what he said, but, like, when it comes to the band and the music, I think more like each other because, like, we respect each other's style, I guess, to a degree so much that a lot of times we'll influence each other, like the way he plays piano or the way I play the piano kind of, like, bounces off each other to a degree, I guess. Um, but that's, as far as, like, outside influences, uh, musically, that's kind of what I s- see, especially in the last, like, year. I think we a common thing, maybe, was probably listen to less music, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, listen to less music yeah. and kind of, like, listen to each other a little bit more. Okay. So I, um, I can definitely say I've had influences in the past, but in the last, like, couple of years, they've dwindled, I guess. Okay, more to the group yeah. sense rather than yeah. As far as like what someone you know else is doing or yeah, that's really cool. And then Ryan, I think uh, one of the, my biggest influences lately has been the Dream State, um, and I don't mean that in like a weird existential way, but like I've literally had, dreaming. Yeah, I've had music come into my head when I was dreaming before, like music that I'd never heard before, and I've tried to like recreate some of that in our music that we're playing now. So it was really interesting how, you know, your mind can create so much on its own. So doing the, you know, trying to actually expand what you're thinking. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but you just get this feeling that like everyone else in the world is part of a really intricate story. So in a way, like you're somehow all interconnected. Everyone's influencing me constantly. Now that sounds very uh, theoretical physics. (laughs) Well, no, did you notice how it went from ocean to like narrow, narrow, narrower, and then he's in a brain, and then it's expanding again? It's almost like a a prism or something. It's almost a scary psychedelic movie. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good observation. Yeah, that was really cool. So um, now, cool story that we were going to get into, though. There well, I gotta say, as far as influences, the first thing I was thinking was like Beatles after they met the Maharishis. Who, who, who's that guy? Um, the, the guru. The guru. Yeah. yeah. What, do you remember what I his don't name remember was? Which no, guru he was? But oh, yeah, it was the dude. <laughs> it was one of it was like Guru, he was there. Guru or something like that. Yeah. I thought just George Harrison met him. Did they all do it? No, they all did. Oh. That was what during the. That's when they came back with um, Sergeant Pepper. After that. That's when Sergeant Pepper and all the big instruments and the whole woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> was it That's acid or feel. meditation? It was one of them. Acid. That they did it with them. I guess probably remember. a little bit of both. Yeah. What is there was there was an Indian guitarist called? Sitars. 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 
<laughs> sitar, guitar, it's all the same. Yeah, <laughs> so, interesting story, I think, is where we were going. Yeah, that was the, the band. How the, the band. Creation of the band. Yeah, so go for it. Oh, man. All right. Well, it's just going to sound like a math problem. <laughs> so me, Jim, and J- me, Jim, and Ralph used to play in a band a while ago with another guy. Ralph left. Chud came in and started playing with us. Uh, we ended up writing the album as us three, the first one. And then uh, somehow later down the road, as we were starting to write this one, both of them, Ralph showed back up into our lives because he's a cutie. <laughs> Ryan showed up too. Ryan had just got out of uh, Army, right? Air Force. Air Force, sorry. Yep. Just got out of the Air Force and like a mutual friend of ours called me when me and Judd were in Portland and was like, I have this guy who really wants to play, feels like, you know, he really wants to do music and that's all. And so he came down as soon as we got back and I ended up jamming with Ryan for like a day and I was like, yeah. <laughs> we're meant to play together and then actually the first practice it was they both all came, yeah. they both came so we really haven't had a practice as a band without the five of us on this album really and now how long has that been since like the that practice yeah, it's gotta be over, over it's a year over a year but i don't know how long over a year well i know i i was back in arizona yeah it's been like a year and a few months yeah, i think because i was back in arizona and um, that's Weston. Oh, that doesn't right. seem that long in yeah. retrospect. No, but we've done so much that yeah. it's not even. Like, Isn't that cool that you thought yeah. of that now? Like yeah. you didn't know how long you you were together, and it felt like the whole time, like three years. Or it felt like we, yeah. like we all. Like, I feel like I've known you guys all my life. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing is, as far as the intertwining of yeah. of all of us, I uh, came home on leave, like right when the first album came out, because I knew the artist for the first album. I was best friends with him in high school, Weston Tanner. And uh, so I stopped by as the album was basically being released and I like saw what was going on. And I was thinking like, oh wow, a band, cool. <laughs> and then I left and then t- you know, I come back two years later and then, oh wow, a band, cool. Yeah. And at this time I ended up, you know, joining, so. Yeah, well, it was like a embracing sort of thing, you know. You had something to offer. Why not? It seemed like that's all Weston Tanner too. By the way, I know that they don't they like it. Not that they, they can't see it. No, <laughs> no, no, it's it's just for you guys. I mean, that's those are his body parts. If you take it. pictures, we can put it up. It's not a problem. So, okay. Wait, let me okay. rewind. Weston Tanner, the one that did all the the art around here, he was that was in the band. Prize? No, he did no, the he album did the art. Oh, he did the album art. Just okay. a buddy. Did he do the white T-shirt with the blue face and everything? No, no, that that's was a, someone else. That was awesome. That was white a badass T-shirt. T-shirt. He did the one. Did you see the one with the arm and the hand holding the phone? Think it looks almost sketched on there. I think so. I don't know. I just I was drawn to the other one. The other one is just fantastic. I thought it was a great idea. And this is going to be a wonderful moment to let our listeners know that we have a brand new image and media section directly on the. Right hand side of the page, right navigation bar. Yeah, you're, Top you right. can just click on there, and we're going to be able to have a bunch of these pictures up. Hopefully, we'll try to get whatever pictures. Weston we Tanner, can. if you will allow us. But um, plug. Uh, what do you guys got? A website, um, Facebook, MySpace. I don't know if you got. We'll that. have a website soon, but I mean, if you type in smalleeksingships.com or dot net. It'll, it'll yeah. take you to at least somewhere you can hear music. Okay. Like Google, you can Google small leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can even go to like Last FM and okay, cool. things like that. And uh, also some others. And we'll have a link off we of get, Yeah, we'll get well. a couple of links up. So we'll be able to let our uh, whoever's listening to this find you. Oh, 
And little side note, props to whoever's up in Canada. Canada Listen loves us. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our listener poll like shot up like fourteen Fantastic. people in like the last day or two just for nice. Canada. Like, We're on we iTunes say, and everything. We always say that nobody listens to us, but we found out that there are people listening to us, just they have no idea who we really are. They're Canadian. So So, leave a comment, Canadians. We want to hear from you. We love you, Canucks. (laughs) I was actually going to say that. I just didn't realize if it was a a racial slur to some degree. You know, I didn't want to be the stupid one. No, it can't be racial. They're not a race. Canadians are not a race. And we got rid of racism anyway, so it's okay. Even if it was like, you know, some Italian something or, you know, whatever. Guido or something. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we got rid of racism, but whatever. Like, we can still make fun of it. Let's pause that a second. Isn't Canadian already racist? Canadian as why? Doesn't that mean black people? <laughs> if you're like, hey, did you see the Canadians moved in down only, the block? Only when you're trying not only, to say yeah, it in a like, <laughs> I've heard that before, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, no, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so just by saying Canadians It's racist. Well, I they didn't we, mean we them when they might have other it. black people listening to us that aren't in Canada. I doubt it. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Where were we at? Um, they were talking about their how they formed. Everything worked out great. Weston Tanner. Yes, is and the artist. How many albums have we had so far? Just one. Just okay. one. You're yeah, working on two right we're now. We're on our second one, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... Um, was this the lineup for the first album? Mm-hmm. No. It was okay. those three, it was right? It pretty much just us, just us three. three for that one. And then we had to try to find playing members. And we kind of went through, I don't know, a year and a half of that. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And then we kind of never found anybody that we gelled or meshed with writing-wise, and then they came in and it was... Were you same style? Like, the you know, the, the waves and, and whatnot that goes along with your music, or...? Uh, Are you talking about from the first album sorry, to the second? Yeah, yeah from mean? the first album to now. Oh, um, Did it no, switch? I, think, I mean, I definitely can... Every time I listen to it or whatever, it's, it's like anything. If you look back on something you did, you're kind of like, uh, whatever. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, I would definitely say I can hear the immaturity in it, okay. so I think we've grown a lot, like, and that's one of the reasons, like, we kind of took it slow and decided not to go and, like, travel and play and, like, um, and all that kind of stuff, because I think we all felt that there was a lot of maturity that we had left to do, and, you know, looking back, we definitely feel that we do, but we feel like we're ready at this point to yeah. go out there and... Well, your your show at the Marquee was great. I do have to say, thank you. Um, <laughs> that was like August first or twenty no, first. Twenty first. I knew it was in August. I couldn't remember exactly when. <laughs> no, by Mar Marquee, it's Mar Marquee. Marquee. Oh yeah, the whole <laughs> thing. The Marquee. Marquee. Yeah, Marquee. Like if it was the Marquee, it would be M A R K E Y. Marquee. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're not going into. Are we going into your rant right now? Not yet. Not yet. We're, we're going to your that rant. Was just a, that was a teaser. Remember <laughs> yeah, right. listening? That was a teaser. Well, we can go into your rant. Well, let's go into the first rant of the week. Waiting okay. in line. Oh. For you know. Well, I think that they can definitely appreciate this. You all beer drinkers, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So how? Well. Yeah. yeah. I was like, didn't I just... Or you've been in line with someone buying beer. Have you ever That's been in I line? I didn't shake my head. Like, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't you have a beer in your hand? No. I do not have a beer in my Aren't hand. Aren't you the only one that took one of our beers? No. Um, Speaking of, can I have another one? Yeah, oh, go Most for it. definitely. <laughs> this one you're going to have to open on your own. Thank you. Anytime. Um, so... Rant of the week. First rant of the week. 
it's these damn fucking laws that I don't even actually <laughs> think are a law. Yeah. Fuck them. I don't think it's a law either. I think it's like the uh, store clerk law or something. So you walk into the gas station, you walk into Target, you walk into Walmart, you walk in anywhere. Target does not sell beer. They sell well, wine. Well, they sell wine, but they still do it. And yeah. it's actually company oh, I didn't even policy. Know that. Yeah. I thought they did sell beer. No, wine. Really? It's gay. Well, anyway, you walk into there. And you walk up to the register, you buy beer, they don't even, they don't just ask you for your ID. Oh, this happened to me the other day. Yeah, yeah they ask about. you for your ID and anybody in your party. Oh Fucking no, horrible. I got one further for you. Really? This fries right down over here. Um, um, they take your ID, um, they write down your license number, and they make you sign for it. Yes, sometimes they do. Today they just scanned ours. They happened to me at BevMo, and the reason why was because they got in trouble. And then they have to like do it for like I think a month or something like that. Where well, the way they oh, got in like trouble a punishment was, thing or something. Yeah, because they they they, they uh, have to verify whether or not you're of age, mm. and if they're selling alcohol to underage minors with like pretty good looking fake IDs. Uh-huh. And so I guess the day that I went, that happened. Where where that morning. A uh, cop busted some kid who was like 18 years old. Yeah. Went up there with a fake ID and walked out with like a bunch of beer. Mm-hmm. And he looked really young. I don't even think he was 18, to be honest with you. <laughs> and uh, then all of a sudden they started putting this giant, thick manila. Well, not manila, but the, the yellow. Legal pad? Legal pad, yeah. On a fucking legal pad, they took your information. Pad, yeah. That's ghetto as shit. Write <laughs> yeah. your information down. You know, but they well, didn't have me sign it, though. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they had Do they take your information that. down, like, on a legal pad with everybody else? With everybody else. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Because from now on, if that ever happens to me, I'm putting on a giant swastika. <laughs> One of the things that I don't like about the like the way that the legal system makes you feel, you, know, you always feel so guilty. I've actually got gone into a club or or like a venue that checks your ID and I have such like a sense of guilt overriding me that I'm afraid like my actual ID is just going to be taken. Yeah. You know, cuz there's so much suspicion and like I felt like I'll have to try and make the same and smile so as on my card like, yeah. to prove that it's me or you're something. Standing next you know, to like, it, you're like, I shaved. I shaved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I've got dreads on my picture, so they're like, all right, dreadlock. <laughs> what guy dreadlock? If me and you ever end up going to the same place, they're gonna throw me out because they're like, you're already inside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, but it's different inside. length. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no, not all white guys look the same. I all the same to me. Move on. Moving on. Well, no, you go into a store and not only do they check your ID for beer, they check everybody in your party. Yes. Mm. Now, my big problem with this is I'm awfully fucking talkative because I'm a big pothead. Uh, don't tell my mom. So <laughs> and I'm, she's listening. I'm usually mom. in there and I'm just bullshitting with whoever's like whoever's around. So you see somebody, especially fucking see a hot chicken line, she's buying, you know, a little Bud Light and you're like, oh, Bud Light. Did you notice they have new Bud Light golden weed? It's excellent. You want to come over to my house and drink a bit? They see her, and they check her ID, too. They check anybody who you've been talking, talking to, to in line. Really? Yeah. So even times be like before. I haven't, I've, well, the thing is that I think I've only gone in there with, like, myself or my brother or something like that, and we're, like, making a beer run or something like that. But yeah, I, you're intending to buy beer. Yeah, you're, like, your mindset is, like, let's go in, grab it, and then get out. But we but play kickball, so, like... To talk, like you said, like, you're talking. But how are they supposed to differentiate if... You're giving this person, I hope, I hope none of you work actually in the gas station. <laughs> you're giving this person who works in the gas station the discretion to decide if you guys are all in the same party, so I should check all of your IDs. So I should not sell you beer 
Not because you don't know him. Because you don't know this guy that looks like his little brother. <laughs> that's why. I see but that's, that's the entire thing. point. Yeah, and then but the, then the whole argument comes down to is if you bring a kid in with you and you buy beer, you're not checking the kid's ID, knowing yeah, damn like well that the kid's underage. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because you're not going to give the beer to the kid. Yeah, but why not? It's the same uh, law. You can't. Yes, you can't double standard. If that's Actually the case. Actually, buying beer for my eight-year-old. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Drink up, kid. Drink yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> you I gotta say, on the wall. The bitch part about this is though that they reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. So you actually don't even have to show your ID. If you come in there and they don't like the way you look, they can say, "Get out." I'm not gonna serve. I'm not gonna sell you anything. They can't say that. So even if you fight it and you fight it as like age profiling, yeah, it's not racial. It's not sex. No, ageism. A- ageism? Is yeah. that ageism is a word. All right, we're bringing back ageism. <laughs> no, ageism is current. What do you want to get in current? So if it, it's total ageism in the midst <laughs> of, I don't know, stupidity. I don't know. Complete stupidity. They're idiots. So go on your next rant. I have another rant. Yeah, you were talking about Bologna. You know how you (laughs) don't even get me started on Bologna. Why the fuck do people always take a simple sounding word, name, anything, and fuck it up? Just completely fuck it up. Like Bologna. No, they call it baloney. If you want it to be pronounced baloney, that's perfectly fine. I have no problem with that. Spell it B A L O N E Y. Why do you have to spell it fucked up and then tell me I'm doing the wrong thing? Because, <laughs> I don't know, scholars over time, history. Yeah. I have a woman that I work with. Her name right? is D-E-B-O-R-A-H. Deborah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> if you want to call yourself Deborah, I have no problem with that. You See, can call yourself Aquanetta if you want. No, but my argument is to you accents so who's to say the way that you're saying it is the way that someone else pronounces a d in another country yeah you say tomato i say tomato yeah oh, i'm sorry what that's what i'm saying <laughs> spell yeah. tomato that's perfectly fine haven't you ever played the accent game that game's fun the then accent maybe. game yeah where you take it you take a word and then you just try to like okay pick one. Oh, um, is this like the mccafe commercial no I've like okay to pick difference like you can go diffy ray Differency, but some words you can pronounce it like depending on how many where you put the accent, you can pronounce it like a hundred different like ways. Fragile. Some words are better than others. Must be Italian. But, but that's one of those things. If you want it to be pronounced that way, stick a fucking accent in there. Okay. I don't care. I mean, an accent can change the entire word, and, and that it's takes my the fun. If you if you stick an accent in there and I say it wrong, it's my fault now. I'm the asshole. Yeah, because if it's fun making. But if you don't put asshole. an accent in there, you're the asshole. Yeah, I don't know. Because now you're just trying to be picky with everyday words that everybody else is perfectly normal. Anyone else? Hispanic, Hispanic, like from Mexico, and he has like a thick accent, and he used to do that with every. I mean, he he reads it like he's reading Spanish. (laughs) So my buddy just moves here from, I think, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. He moves here with his wife. His wife's from here. Dirinkinji. And, (laughs) well, they... He sees something about the casino in, it's you know that that little monster thing. He goes, "Honey, how about we go to Gila Bend? We go to the casino." She goes, "No, honey, I'm sorry, it's it, it's Gila Bend." Yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> then he sees a cactus. He goes, "Hey, look at that! Isn't that a saguaro?" She says, "No, honey, I'm sorry, it's saguaro." 
when you see a G in the middle of a word around here, you want to give it an H sound. It's it's huh. It's it's a soft H or a soft G. I don't. It's not even a G sound. Yeah. It's a soft yeah. H sound. Yeah. So he goes, all right. Well, honey, how about we go out to this new place? It's out in the uh, in one of the suburbs. It's out in Hilbert. Hilbert, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? Hilbert, you know, G I L. Oh no, honey, that's Gilbert. He's like, make up your fucking mind, will ya? I think that's the just English not language is that way, though. Yeah, oh, English yeah. language I heard is one of the hardest languages to learn. Oh, it is. You don't already know it. It's kind of interesting. Well, because there's no parameters. There's no gender yeah. basis. That's because like, Guadalupe. Like, me and my yeah. wife always get into like an argument about Guadalupe. Oh, yeah. It says Guada. I'm like, it's Guadalupe. I will never in my life say Guadalupe. You just did right now. We got it on tape. We got it on tape. One of the funny things about this city is that it's a college town. There's millions of kids here, and they all call the main city Tempe, when it's actually Tempe. Is it Tempe? Yeah. I thought it was Tempe. No, Tempe. Well, if we're on the rant about words, it would be yeah. T-E-M-P-E-E. If it was Tempe. That's Actually, it would be just Tempe. I'll, I'll give that one to him. Temp. Temp. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's Tempe. good. Yeah, point. Tempe. 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 Phoenix is just like, all yeah, fucked Yeah, Phoenix would be Phoenix. Pohonix. Oh, man. Pohonix. That was so Pohonix. crazy. Tuxin. Tuxin. Yeah, Tuxin. See? Tuxin, Alabama. So, when's your guys' next gig? Anything coming up soon? We gotta go show and flag at the end of the month. It's over Halloween weekend. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of October fun. 30th at the joint. The joint. The joint. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, the how do you guys get gigs? Who gets in contact with who? Are you guys just throwing your name out there and whoever responds. Just go to a bar, meet the bartender, sleep with his wife, and then get a gig. <laughs> I wish. You all yeah. sleep with his wife at once? Yeah. How does that work? Do you I all fist them and then you wear the cow gloves? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, when it comes to out-of-town um, gigs, you pretty much have to find people either online or through friends or, you know, sometimes they find you, which is nice. Okay. Um, but around town, I mean, we've been... Uh, especially between me and London, we've been playing shows here for seven, eight years, you know, and the promoters are all the same. Yeah, so... You know, I mean, there's there's three or four guys that basically run the show, you know. Really? And really? You, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're semi-cool with them and you do well at your shows, you know, people come out, and, which... Sad but true, people, you know, you have to get people to come to your shows to yeah. get more shows. But that's, I mean, well, that's kind of hand in hand. You can't just play music. Yeah, it's yeah. Kinda, you well, know, you could. You just, I mean, you have a name for that. Yeah. <laughs> You're constantly practicing. Oh, we just practice. That's yeah. all we do. It's really just like friends, like London was saying, you know, it, he's influenced by friends or, you know, our shows that we get are influenced by our friends. and yeah. And it's just all about, you know, making as many uh, uh, friendly relationships as you possibly can, you know. Obviously, yeah, you got to network Treating throughout. them correctly, you know. Do you First Friday it at all? Uh, we have, yeah. I mean, we Never we haven't played, played a show at First Friday, but... Okay. I they mean, do we actually have... saw an excellent little rapper that just set up shop. Had I don't know what he had, if he had a generator or anything going. It was just some guy set up shop with... The bu- a couple of speakers, dude with a turntable and a microphone. Yeah, some people do that. I, I, for us, at the moment, um, you got you a know, lot we of just equipment. have way too much equipment. I mean, we're, you know, eventually we'll probably, you know, 
downsize it so we can play some acoustic stuff. But like jam band style. Yeah, you know, uh, just right now though, we'd need like nineteen generators. And, uh, <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> oh yeah. So you just need to learn how to like milli vanilli the entire thing, and then everybody's instruments can be amps. cardboard. Yeah, exactly. We're just sitting here on the cardboard fucking, like, keyboard. <laughs> You've done that before. <laughs> Somebody actually done that? No, I'm saying that'd be cool. Like, have a cardboard guitar that looks like my guitar. Yeah. And then, like, have a card. No, I'm going too far. Have all, like, Guitar Hero stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, have it all, like, recorded on a, uh, like, a laptop. Yeah, just and just hook it up to the PA and just bam. The only thing is, like, the microphones. But then put it like intentional skips in there. So like, I think Nirvana once played a show. It was a it was a huge show. It was like a TV show pretty much. And I guess Kurt Cobain wasn't about it at all. Uh-huh. So they just played uh, Teen Spirit. I think I think uh, Dave Grohl actually played the drums, but they played Teen Spirit over the whole thing. And he just was like obviously not playing the song. He was just playing the guitar. Uh, sure really yeah. like this slow. That's one of the funniest things I've seen. I would love. Really? That's pretty cool. That's fucking hilarious. Damn. So, I would actually like to throw out a little bonus question just for everybody to to go around and answer because this kind of got me thinking about it. Um, first nudity you saw on TV. Kind of interested in what... question. Not, maybe not n- on TV, movies, whatever. But in first nudity... Because like, that's kind of traumatizing. No, not in your dream. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, the first time that you remember seeing nudity in media. Media, okay. In media. Whether it was like a Playboy dreams. or like, or Courtney Love's boob in People vs. Larry uh, Flint. See, okay, I'll go with mine first. I remember um, third grade, it was Ooh. HBO or Skinamax, one of those two. And it was... One of my buddy was uh, spending the night, and we were just, you know, you're a little kid, and you're like, TV poor, like, oh, nice, awesome, you kept it on. Next, like, night, or two nights later, uh, we were over at his house, my sister was babysitting us, and he's like, did you tell your mom what we watched? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, are you serious? What do you mean what we watched? My sister's like, huh? So he told her everything, and I'm like, oh, us out, you fucking little douche. Third grade, you know, so you know you shouldn't be watching it, but it sure felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to kick his ass. I was so pissed, you know? And how embarrassing. You're like, five-year-old, your sister that's five years older than you, and you're like, yeah, we were watching porn. It was great. <laughs> now, are we ta- talking actual Skinamax, or was it boob that was, like, decoded? Oh, no, she this was, is... Like, I swear to God, I just saw a nipple. No, prior prior to like you know the awareness of no, <laughs> we're right. talking like early '90s where parents didn't really realize that there was porn on cable yet because they were naive to it because they didn't have cable as a kid. And then you, and then they stayed up past eleven one night and were like, "What the fuck? There's yeah, porn on TV <laughs> and this is free." <laughs> it's not really free, but yeah. you already paid for. Yeah, it. you're a shit. So mine, I swear to God, mine was when I was like six years old, had a couple of the parents had friends over and one of those friends had a kid that was my age. So we were just playing around in the room. All of a sudden we came running out, like chasing each other, playing tag or something into the living room. And right there, biggest could be on the screen. Now, mind you, it was back then. So we had like a 32 inch screen, which is fucking huge. <laughs> as big it. as it could be on the screen. Really? The nip, like the boobs, it was just a set of boobs. And it was from the movie, I think, The Rapture. I don't know. 
like two seconds on the screen, but just boobs, and they were only probably a couple inches wide, but they seemed huge at the time on a 32-inch TV. But every adult in the room just got freaked up. Oh my god, we gotta get the kids out of here. Can't watch, can't let them see that. Now this was like three years, four years maybe, after I was being fed off a boob. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. I really didn't know until they made a big deal. I thought you were going to say three or four years ago. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Uh, It was a good three or four years, too. (laughs) It really blossomed, I think. (laughs) All right. So anyone else, what do you got? Everyone's going to go, so should we pick you out at random? I've been trying to figure out if it was... If it was the movie Splash with Daryl Hannah. Oh, yeah. Or if it was... Good first nudity. I'd just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, because I, I, I remember that. Like, And then she kind of got busted after that. But. <laughs> What'd she get busted for? No, you mean... <laughs> oh, her face got busted. Yeah. <laughs> what would she get busted for? That was a quote of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> that was we're going to keep it anyway. That, that's what we're going with. I mean, if you, if because I mean, there's not, there's just like a booty shot in it, but. Like, when you were a little kid, you're like, I know what that's for. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I have no idea. <laughs> but as for like porn or something, I was, I don't know, I think I was like nine or ten years old or whatever and I was at one of my friend's houses and he put some on and I was told I, like I didn't even know it existed <laughs> like really didn't I had you know I was kind of naive and <laughs> still am really but <laughs> I was blown away I was just like I can't believe what what the hell is going on it's like you know? porn blown yeah that was me <laughs> right there you knew it so he just he just put it on you're like wow yeah he's like you gotta check this out or whatever and, <laughs> and I think it was the weird thing is is it was his brother's porn because his brother was like three or four years older and it was, guy <laughs> and, it was guy. and it was like the, this is where it's weird is he, it was straight porn but the kid ended up gay his really? brother that we stole the porn tape from Oh, see, you're like on some gay really porn. <laughs> no, that's originally gay porn. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> you're in like the yeah, six degrees really of separation. <laughs> the guy you were watching made that guy gay, so therefore you, you're watching gay porn. Why are their ovaries hanging on the outside of their body? <laughs> yeah, that's a big lady. <laughs> you know, there are certain times when I've seen porn. And I'm watching it, and I was like, this is totally straight porn, but why do they keep focusing on his cock? Yeah. Like, that's when shoot I back to the boobs. <laughs> no, he's like, well, that sucks, but... <laughs> you can't, you can't screw up your rhythm, okay? That's how you got the mouse in your other hand. I like to beat <laughs> off to a metronome, just to make sure that I'm always on rhythm. <laughs> yeah, but you always speed past the click, don't you? <laughs> you can't help yourself, can you, It's buddy? all offbeat. No. That's what I call my technique, too. Speeding past the click. <laughs> yeah. So, anyone else? What have we got? I think the first uh, that I can remember was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Dream Warriors. Nice. <laughs> really? Yeah. You stole mine. Well, you know, you stole mine because Freddy Krueger is my hero. So. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, 
It's when one of the kids are tied up and a nurse walks in and the and the kid is mute and the nurse walks in and is like getting all seductive and he's all about it, but then she turns into Freddy Krueger, so Oh that's kind of a scary first time. Yeah, yeah for real. Yeah. For, London's like, every time I see somebody with knives on their hand, I get a hard on. Yeah. Like, Edward scissor hands, even Wolverine. You're like, I'm going to cut you. You're like, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how serial killers are made. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Can't say which one, but I think, I don't know if it was Trading trading Places. It had Jamie Lee Curtis in it, and it had also Dan Aykroyd and... Uh, there's no nudity in there. Yeah, there is. What? Oh, you're not seen they're it. so amazing. When you first see them for the first time, you're like, Ooh, Jamie Lee? Jamie yeah, the hermaphrodite. The hermaphrodite. Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that was kind of gay porn, too. Yeah, you, you gay know. porn gods over here. <laughs> Six degrees of separation. <laughs> 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 Did you guys just find something new about each other? Oh <laughs> Not only that, wait, hold on. So if yours is the same as mine, and the nurse turns into a man, <laughs> we really got a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> is this true? Therapy? Wait, Judd, what is your? Judd's all like, Judd's all like, that's straight, dude. <laughs> Judd's all, all like, no, it was nothing freaky like you guys. There was no women turning into men or hermaphrodites. It was straight on, big black college cop. Number three, <laughs> nothing else. It was anaconda, <laughs> <Monster> dish, anaconda. <laughs> so wait, <laughs> was that that or the? the well, hold on though. In Jim's defense, though, the guy that owned the tape was gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I was sitting back and yeah. I still, I still hold true to the fact that it was straight porn. But. Yeah, he was sucking my dick. Right? It was I wasn't gay in that situation. So, Judd, what do we got? Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was uh, uh, it was it's a squash memory between um, Playboy or do uh, not. I don't think kids today or whatever are gonna ever know what that's like, but the scrambled porn on, like, regular cable television. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, everyone was, like, every, every, like, 10 or 15 Live. seconds, the boob would come yeah. on or whatever. Oh, yeah, we like, all did Like, boob, yeah. boob, boob, cock, oh, shit. Yeah. Boom, Up boom, until boom. I was, like, 14, I thought the nipples had lines going through them. <laughs> like, seriously, it was sick. Um, all right, we're losing them one by one. Yeah, we got Raphael heading out. Good meeting you. Raphael, very nice meeting you. Um, say goodbye to the crowd. Goodbye. Crowd. <laughs> Good job. Way to really nail it. Canada, one. especially, right? Yeah. Yes. 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 Not that you guys don't have other people to listen. No, no. Right? Hey. Just, we just have 14 hey, Canadians. Like hey. Yeah. Fantastic. Nice meeting you, gentlemen, and I'll see you guys on Saturday. So, yeah, then, man. Right, yeah. yeah, hopefully, whoever's listening to us in Canada is in Vancouver. You should send us presents. Yes. Is this Vancouver? Yeah, Vancouver. Okay, good. Vancouver, send us presents. Yeah. So I guess uh, we're probably going to wrap it up now. Um, any Anything else you guys want to say? We really should have talked about wrapping it up before we started talking about gay porn. I will, hey, you know. I well, do this, I forgot. <laughs> well, you should definitely wrap it up in gay porn, I guess. Um, you know. Jesus. Gentlemen. <laughs> why, why did this turn into this? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's always turned stupid. Um, we didn't get to Ryan's... Uh, Thing, but he obviously gave it away well, with uh, Yeah, London's. it was kind of that. I was. It's way too blurry for me to even know. <laughs> <Plus>. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I remember the first 
Uh, it was blurry for me too. <laughs> Are we talking the picture quality? <laughs> well, I do remember the first profanity, and that's a big favorite of mine. But Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles says "damn" when he like loses his sign. Damn's a profanity. Well, back back when you were a kid, it was. Remember? Really? That? Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I remember, remember like, I remember when he said damn, my parents yeah, were like, right after I'm going to turn this off. Really? Yeah. And I was like, no. I Is that a Jose Canseco bet? Tell me you didn't pay money for this. And then he chases Casey and he's yeah. like, damn. Oh, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's like, damn. What did you? And then I was thinking the cartoon. Oh, okay. No, the, the live action movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. My mom took me to see Major League in the theaters. Yeah, I you remember Major League? I couldn't watch oh, that. Man. Like Wild Thing, they took they undressed the woman oh, yeah, in the awesome. yeah. swear f bomb like, shit. We went. We actually went to see Stand by Me, I think, and awesome. like uh, that kind of shows my age. I didn't go see Stand by Me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that was a Stephen King story? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I just remember we walked out after like five minutes. My parents were like, you guys can't watch Oh, you had it? No, that was no, bad. That was bad. Like, I thought, I, I think because when they saw like the movie poster, where they're like, oh, it's a bunch of kids, you know. Uh, but it had Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. <laughs> Great movie, though. Yeah, it's a really movie, good though. movie. Not enough boobs. Yeah. Definitely. All right. But well, uh, it was great interviewing you guys. Thanks for uh, yeah, having us over. You know, we'll definitely put up links to your sites and everything and, and whatnot, uh, photos. If we can get some of, what was the artist again? Weston Tanner. Weston? Weston, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Weston, mm-hmm. I like his work. Uh, audience members, if you can uh, click on our media page and take a take a few. A gander. Yeah, I was going to say gander too. I didn't want to use it. Well, you can take a goose if you want. I really don't care. It means the same to me. Okay, cool. Um, but, you know, this is uh, Mox... This is Rasta Man. And we're saying peace out. Alright, so since Rafi all left early, let's go grab some guitars of his and go bust them out in the backyard. Yeah! Mediocrity out! Why is I-